Hello, folks. We got a lot of things to talk about today, this weekend. You can say this is sort of a preview of what we're going to do on the 28th of January, which will be the start of our first five parts concerning with the rational male religion and positive masculinity, which I read over the break that we have. But today, I want to discuss some major news items from all over the media landscape, and it is extremely, it is important in certain sense because we're now seeing the realities of what has transpired over the last month that we have taken this break. We had four bonus episodes that we did, some of them dealing with other types of this side of the entertainment world. However, I think it is important to discuss these things and to be honest with everyone here on the games these people play. And the games these people play is absolutely unconscionable at certain cases. First off, two obituaries. I thought we would never hear these two names, to be honest with you. I'm going to start with the late, great Larry King, who passed away after he contracted the coronavirus. They said that he was recovering in a hospital. Unfortunately, according to people from Aura Media, they said he passed away. As of this recording, Six hours ago, this recording is taking place on Saturday, the 23rd. He was 87 years old. He spent 60 years in the mainstream media and 25 years helped to grow CNN into the powerhouse network that it once was. And I did say once was. There was some strange comments made by um, Pierce Morgan, who took over the range of CNN's Larry King Live, turned into Pierce Morgan Live in 2010. And it was pretty much a disaster from the get-go. But Larry King will not be forgotten. He did some other things on the side there with, um, how should we say this, telecommunications and other things. He was sub-licensed to RT in his final years and did commercials for them. But no matter what, Larry King was a legend. You knew the voice, you knew the microphones, Hell, even this blue microphone here that I'm using here is reminiscent of Larry King's ancient microphones back in the day. They old ancient radio microphones there. It was deliberate, folks. You can be Larry King, too. And now the namesake after these particular microphones. He has now gone into the heavens 
there were some people who really didn't like him. Um, I remember one of them that used to deal with rents and used to talk to rents when he was alive, but he passed away about seven some years ago. And he also knew Mike Wallace. I don't remember his name offhand, but Larry King has passed away at the age of 87. Not about a few, like yesterday, the end of Thursday, actually. We get another announcement before this death that the late, great Hank Aaron passed away. The age of 86. You know him from the guy as the guy who broke the Bambino's record. Baseball in America is inseparable. It was the first sport that came out of what we call the antebellum era. It was right during Reconstruction. Its height, we can say, to be honest, is just about the 19... the late 1920s to at least the mid 1990s until at least the early 90s. That was his peak. But it really started to fall apart around 78, 79 when football started to take over more and more. But football didn't reach its peak until at least 2011. I think it was the strike that really cemented that the NFL was taking over. But in a strange way, the NFL had its own issues in 93 when they switched over from CBS to Fox for the NFC East, right? So the whole sporting world started to reconfigure itself for the first time around 94-95. And um, baseball never really recovered from that strike. So you can say it was from 29 up to 94, which was America was connected to baseball in so many different ways. But once baseball broke away, and then when they started to make those internet deals, um, baseball wasn't the hasn't been the same since. Now we can say that baseball still has some cachet in the Latin American communities as well, because a lot of their stars have become successful. But Hank Aaron did the impossible. A lot of people were against him on that particular stuff and whatnot. But the unfortunate truth was. And I mean this to be quite honest with you. This guy was an absolute talent. And the way they treat America um, handled it was we knew this guy had talent, but they made him into greater things that now other people now have to pay for it. And it's unfortunate because 
we don't want to diminish anything that Hank Aaron did. We'll never diminish it. But you know how but the media adds like the bullshit that it plays. And it will continue to use um stars like that. And it will get to that in a minute. But I do want to say something really scary that a lot of people don't want to imply but I'll mention this also a little bit later. Hank Karen was one of the people that got the vaccine in trying to convince African-American men and women of his age group and the and African-American health workers and others also all the way up onto the main populace to get the vaccine and the vaccine was safe. He took this vaccine 17 days ago and now he passed away. They are not releasing any statement to the contrary that this was connected to the vaccine. But I have seen some things about this vaccine and there are chilling to be quite honest with you. There was one particular one that had a woman shaking and shaking badly after she took the vaccine. This is the Pfizer vaccine. And there was others that showed the Bell palsy. As I mentioned earlier concerning that particular vaccine. So a lot of things are getting scary in that particular side of this particular health issue and health crisis concerning the COVID-19 vaccine. And everybody should start really being scared about if this thing is connected to the vaccine or they're not even going to say it's connected to it. But I had stated this from the jump. How can you have something that they did not find the cure for the first version of this SARS virus, that they found the cure for this, that they found a vaccine for this one, they're still not telling, they told no um pregnant women to take the vaccine. They said, even if you got the vaccine, we still have to wear a mask, we still have to wear this, we still have to wear all these other things, thinking that it's not a cure. Ooh, they have never cured the common cold. This is related to the common cold. This is a very dangerous virus. They didn't tell us the nature of the virus. I've already told you that it could have come from the studies about bats and all these other things in, in certain particular areas in China. Well, we mentioned that in, a, in several episodes. And now they got a vaccine using untested technology concerning with NRA, modified NRA, which is pretty much related to this whole CRISPR technology. And now all these things starting to take place. Come on, folks. I'm starting to get a little worried. If this thing is anywhere close to this vaccine, oh, and I almost forgot to mention that I said 
said in recent episodes of Beyond This Earth that no one can sue the manufacturers of this vaccine if there are symptoms to this particular thing. Hank Aaron was a healthy 86-year-old man. He took the vaccine. He died 17 days later. I'll mention something about the vaccine and its response a little later on. But I want to talk about something about related to sports. And it has to do with Comcast's decision to end NBC Sports Network, the first casualty of the streaming era is NBCSN. <sighs> Folks, I want to get something really, really, really clear. I am a person that sees trends, massive trends, trends that nobody else saw. There should have been a working deal with Comcast and Barstool Sports late 2017. There should have been a working contract. There should have been something of that nature that they will get Dave Portnoy to work with PET. Uh, pro football talk. There would have been a contract where these folks would have been under NBC Sports's banner. They would have had some leeway into getting the people they want to bring into this thing. They had the similar idea they did with Versus that they could have continued. They kept making the same mistakes over and over. This network was Costas's network. It was his. You build it around Bob Costas. That's what you had to do. If that means you had to get baseball to keep Bob Costas there, you get baseball to keep Bob Costas there. The immense mistakes they have made in order to keep the NFL, mind you, it's going to bite them in the butt sooner rather than later. I have stated way, way back in season one in one of the specials when I did season one of Beyond This Earth that a majority of these sports franchises are going to be gone. And I said, some of the networks could be gone as well. I did not expect NBC SN to be gone, but John Orland of Sports Business Journal made predictions to say that, yes, NBC SN is going to go. And he was right, which is a very accurate shot that he saw. So kudos to him, but he's not really a prophet. 
no dissing to him. But I am beginning to wonder, seriously, that this is the beginning of the end of the cable business right now. I am going to tell you this. This is not good news for anybody working in the cable industry right now because I looked at the scheduling of of cable at this particular point. I don't see no good reason why there are 60 networks now. I have, there are no good reasons why. I think that the cable industry is going to consolidate itself to four, to 50 channels, possibly 25. 25 channels. They're going to consolidate themselves at the 25 channels. The five premium networks, that leaves the five premium networks that leaves 20 networks left the four kids channels i don't even think cartoon network is long for this world i really don't believe so so it's going to be nickelodeon uh disney channel disney xd maybe universal kids there may be six kids channels that leaves give or take 17 other cable channels. I know food channels going to be there. I know TLC might be there. I know Discovery's going to be there. I know TNT, TBS, USA, um, A&E, AMC, they're all going to be there. Far as I can, am concerned, those those will be some of the 25 channels plus the other ones that are going to be there. MTV, VH1, Comedy Central, from Viacom, Paramount Network, um, E and Bravo, and that may be pretty much it. And then it will be the news channel, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. I'm pretty close to the edge of that one concerning how this thing is going to work. But the 500 channels idea that they were going to have, it's not going to work in that particular direction. In fact, 2023, um, the industry will be completely different once they do the new protocol for the AD. SC standards and protocol, which will have the internet data pipe connected to the antenna, which is a similar technology that they use in South Korea that will allow these channels to go into certain pay tiers for the over the top broadcasting agencies so that each everyone there's some sort of equality between those particular things so there will be a nbc uh antenna based system then they if you're all connected to the internet 
You can go to Peacock and they all have their all of their services there. Similar with CBS. If you're connected to the internet, then they have a certain session where you have Paramount Channel, all the rest of it. That is the system that we're heading towards. Um, and pretty much, this is pretty much the death of cable. Pretty much. It's the beginning of the end. And so they're unwrapping all of this. It's going to be 25 channels and then the streaming service. So it will be like 30, 40 channels, which will be uh, over the top by 2030 at this particular time. And then it will be just whoever got the syndicated arm, Netflix, Amazon will do deals with them. That's your industry right there. And in the in certain sense, that is the way that the networks are going to survive. Because if you see the ratings, even despite the fact that the ratings were a little low concerning the NFL, it is still NFL centric. And the new contracts will keep these networks alive for at least nine, 10 years at the least. So there still will be some sort of power in, at least in the United States concerning these networks internationally. There may be some fits in there, but I want to make this real clear to everyone here. I want to make it real clear. I am expecting. I am expecting. I'm not saying that it's going to happen or not going to happen. But I am expecting very, very serious changes in certain aspects of the media soon. I don't know where it's going to happen, where it's going to come from, but the seriousness is for real. And you need to get ready for this because. I have on a certain level saying that there is a very small possibility that one of the streaming networks is not going to make it past 2025. I am really serious about this and there are going to be massive sell-offs there. I'm going to also going to say this. If the Japanese sees what's going on in the United States and feels though they can make inroads in this country. They just need to get one American entity or they might make a deal with that one American entity and they can make a heck of a lot of money from that particular ad from that particular joint. They can make a hell of a lot of money. I think I have a TV from cyber from cyber agent in Japan might make some inroads. We still have Rakuten that's still waiting to ring, waiting the rings, wings. It's who? Sorry. And there's a whole lot of others, but this is sad. To be honest with you, really fucking sad because this thing could have been solved if they had worked with Barstool or somebody else. This was Costas Channel, like I said earlier. And I am just so disappointed that they could have gotten greater things for this network. But 
The unfortunate thing was is that when I saw how much money this entity made for the audience year to year, how much that audience make in a year, which was similar to the golf channel. It was a rich man's channel. It was a rich people's channel. And that's why a lot of the content there was about auctions about cars. And it was re- and it was it was going to be an auto based network if they had Formula One too. But as soon as they lost Formula One, I said, how are they going to pull this off without Formula One? Then they got IndyCar. And I said, okay, they can keep this network afloat. The pandemic came around. Money was lost. They should have, have, they should have figured out a way to put this on a cable network for Thursday Night Football on a cable network. They did not want exclusivity for the NFL concerning Thursday nights, but they wanted exclusivity for both the NHL, NBA, and all the rest of it. Now I know they're not going to make a play for the NBA this time around. Because if they had made a play for the NBA, the network would have been said, okay, we need to keep the network. They're not going to make a play for the NBA this time around. That's off the table. The NBC. They're not going to make a play for baseball. If they did, it would have been on NBC. They would have broadcast this back. And they had 25% of the Major League Network. Major League Baseball Network. MLB Network. They had 25% of them. So they could use anything from there. So they had the rights. ESPN was losing rights. They said, we are not going to negotiate that type of money with baseball there. Turner overpaid for Tuesday Night Baseball on TBS. They overpaid Major League Baseball. But now ESPN, which has been the one of the stalwarts for baseball, is pretty much getting out of the business because they need to figure out, are they going to make a play for both? Sunday night and Monday night football. If they make a play for both, one is going to air on ABC and the other will air on ESPN. But they're not going to get either or. They want to put, make Monday night half eight. The net half will be exclusive to ABC. The other half will be exclusive to ESPN, one, two playoff games, and possibly a four-year rotation for the Super Bowl because of the, the because of that contract. That's what their play is. These contracts for the NFL are going northwards of thirty billion dollars. Thirty billion. There's no. NBCSN anymore. Turner needs to figure out if they need to talk to CBS to see if they can put um, this particular thing on the CW 
on Thursdays and start moving everything around. There's a possibility that if it is, there's a possibility Nickelodeon will get into these contracts that they might add the kids networks into these contracts on a limited basis. So either one of the play, either they, either ESPN and Dizzy XD do their own versions of their playoffs. And while Nickelodeon does it for day, they only do it a year around. So it's a small contract there, but they will build their entities around the national football league. As a one-off every year. This is a disaster. If you really think about it, because you have all these people and all these talents out there on the internet that talk about the NFL, the NHL, all these other things, you got to just put them in a nice suit in a nice dress and they will start talking that not, they will start talking whatever they need to talk about. And everybody would say, Hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's good. Nobody wants to do that anymore because they felt as though all oh, this their their stick wasn't good wasn't going to fly for too long. One problem with it is that when they started with Michelle Beadle and they tried to make it closer to the National Football League than the actual Premier League, even though they had ideas from Sky Sports. They had major problems with trying to get her to become a superstar. And because maybe because she was a little older (coughs) and she wasn't as well preppy as the host of Premier League Live, Rebecca Lowe, she wasn't as preppy as her. She wasn't as uh, well thought of and well spoken she may have been a little bit older she was more uh, rebecca Lowe was more like your auntie uh, auntie in the sense that <clears throat> auntie in the sense that she is a no nonsense person no nonsense woman who respects herself type of person and rebecca not uh uh Michelle Beadle felt messy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these females outside of Stage Steel feel messy. You know what I'm talking about? Nicole Nickel Rachel Nichols felt messy, but like um Hannah Storm is respected. Lena Cohn when she was there, respectable. Um the moderator for first take respectable the new host of NFL live respectable but some of the others there they feel like they're messy not because of clothes or anything but the things they tried to promote and other and all that other stuff and it's just unfortunate that NBCSN tried to do some stuff but they needed to get all their people there they needed to have Local connections there. You got to think outside the box if you were going to do this network. You have connections up the wazoo. You have everybody working together. Comcast just put couldn't put it together. I think one successful thing is the virtual channels for 
Peacock, but in that sense, they're not a sports network. They're an everybody network. And their virtual channels, there needs to be one main virtual channel for this now for these streaming services. I have said this too many times to count. They don't listen. They just don't and making mistakes. It's sad. You can't do this. Look, as well in the wrestling business and all the rest of these things, this helps the wrestling business when it comes to AEW because it has forced WWE's hand to move NXT to Tuesdays. Force their hand. Will they make some money from that? Who knows? They're the WWE. They will always make some money from it. And they will get some audience, even despite the fact baseball will be fighting against, the, they will be going against baseball. And there will be times that baseball will make more, will get more higher ratings and all the rest of it. But I'm also going to say this. When it comes with the news game and Fox News and all the rest of them, now that there's a new administration, we'll get to them in a minute. Now that it is, there's a new administration, the news business is going to start falling. 60, 70% of the ratings are going to fall. That means that they're going to find something new out there. And this is the perfect time for, say, like the pro wrestling game to start gaining back the viewers. So I do not, I expect that this is the perfect time, especially for AEW to gain its audience now and its full board here. And they're going to start both of these and all these companies are going to start touring sometime in April. And once they start touring start time in April, all bets are off. But AEW is in more of a position to gain one million, possibly maybe closer to a million five by the end of next year, by the end of this year, excuse me. And then they'll get to two. And then once the competition starts again with the NBA, they're not going to go below a hundred anymore. They're going to have at least two. And so I'm not saying they're going to get the three. I'm not, it's not possible to get three right now, but they have to also start thinking about getting their stuff on HBO Max or another type of entity such as Paramount Plus, because I feel as though that Peacock, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, and they should really call Paramount Plus, Paramount Peaks, Paramount Peaks, Peacock, Disney Plus, App, Amazon, and Netflix will be the ones to survive. I do not believe that um, HBO Max will survive. I do not believe so. I believe that HBO Max, once they decided to screw with the theater for boys, is going to suffer badly i want to see the big stuff on the big screen that's all it is i want to see it on the big screen i don't want to see it on a small screen 
I have small green stuff for small, small screen stuff for small screen stuff. But I have bigger stuff for bigger stuff. You, we got to have the separation between that. There's an experience to all of these things and you got to do it, especially when we trying to meet other people and all these other things. It's, it's sad. I'm so, I'm just so sorry for all those that try to make it NBC SNSS because I felt as though it was just a different sports network that did not have the bullshit. But you know, sometimes, especially when it came to this whole consideration with sports and politics, Black Lives Matter included, sometimes when one is going there and Adam Silver is starting to realize this in, in a certain way, that's why he kind of muted it this year, that ESPN can do all the woke, but then you don't want NBCSN to do all the woke because of what one individual did with Simone Biles, for, for example. Even though what that person said to Simone Biles was absolutely wrong, you don't fall up on that and say, oh, this, this, that, and the other thing. The company needs to be just not amoral, but apolitical. Both ESPN and them inserted into their game, inserted into their politics, and a lot of people left. The interesting thing is that the Meacham options, which dealt with automakers and all the rest of it, was one of the highest rated things on the network, which it was scary to think about. But a lot of millennials don't drive cars. A lot of millennials can't afford them at this particular time, may never be able to afford these types of machines. There are like 50,000 to 85,000. But it's a shame. This network should have lasted a lot longer with a lot more things about sports. They could do all those. They, they needed to do work with HBO, with bringing these people together, old NBC people there. They needed to do NBC Sports Classics. They needed to do all these things. They had some great entertainment back then, a great sports moments then. They didn't do any of it. It's a shame. It's a real damn shame. This thing could have been done better. And seriously, they could have done something better on that particular point. Now, I want to get to this thing concerning the vaccine and what's going on with this COVID-19 stuff. And it, it's a utter mess. And it just scared the shit out of you. First off, this is from the WHO, which the U.S. has recently gone back to. PCR positive no longer equals positive for COVID. You're not COVID now. You don't have COVID-19 unless you have a second test to confirm that you have COVID and are presenting clinical symptoms. 
So they changed it. And basically what it says is where test results do not correspond with the clinical presentation, a new specimen should be taken. Most PCR assays are indicated as an aid for diagnosis. Therefore, healthcare providers must consider in tests in combination. So they just changed it around there concerning that. It's a mess for that one. Because now they used to have those PCR tests. The PCR tests were ramped up to a certain level, as I mentioned earlier when I was reading from uh, Carl Deniger that they ramped up the test to find out any virus. And then when there's any virus, one is tested and is positive for COVID or a virus remnant, it is test positive for COVID. So they had the 14-day layoff. They have to give all these other things and whatnot. The American Journal of Medicine issues a report saying that hydrocodone can be used in SARS-CoV-2 outpatient treatment. Say that again. The American Journal of Medicine has issued a report adding that hydrocodone can be used in SARS-CoV-2 outpatient treatment. But you said it was going to be used for outpatient treatment almost last year. Wait a second. Did they just say this? Say that again? American General Medicine issues a report that anti-hydrocodone can be used in SARS-CoV-2 in outpatient treatment. But you were just dissing Trump almost a year ago saying that they couldn't get the hydrocodone. Hydrocodone don't work. Now all of a sudden, he's gone, and now you're saying for outpatient treatment, it's hydrocodone. Really? Seriously? Are you motherfuckers for real? Oh, my God. Folks, it gets worse. It gets worse. Biden has said that we cannot do much about the trajectory of the pandemic for the next several months. What did Trump say? I'm not sure we can do anything about this virus. It will might pass away. And then Biden comes up and says, there is nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next several months. It gets worse. It gets worse from here. Special report from Reuters how the CDC missed chances to spot the COVID spread. And they, big, and they pretty much basically said here on this article, and I'm just paraphrasing that, people, the CDC said that Trump was interfering with the whole thing concerning with this virus of COVID-19. But it turns out there was political machinations not related to Trump that caused the delays for COVID-19. That pretty much, they delayed all that information. Oh, speaking of which, they also delayed the information concerning other things related to this virus about how to handle this particular virus and whatnot. 
oh, and as well, they're starting to figure out that ivermectin and vitamin D is a way to get rid of this particular virus. But as you have realized, they're not doing those particular jobs concerning that. Oh, and the person that recently was working for Pennsylvania Health Secretary now works in the the Biden people concerning with assistant health secretary in that particular place in a while. So, and that being said, she before she even do that, they got her mother out of that hospital. Oh, let's not forget what's happened here. Do you remember those soldiers without the gun, without the clips that were guarding the whole place in the White House during the inauguration? Yeah. You know what? Here's how this thing went down. Just to show you how fucked up everything really is right now in this society. So you have no weapons. There was only one person that went to the, uh, um, there was only one person who was a Trump supporter that went to these places and no weapons. They let them through for a photo op. If you want to call it that. And after the photo op was over, they sent him out, didn't arrest him, what have you. So the soldiers were out there and they slept on the Capitol. Do you know what they had? One bathroom shared with everybody in those particular places. One bathroom for 30,000 soldiers, 30,000. One bathroom for 30,000 soldiers. Then after the inauguration took place, there was some people who turned their back against Biden when he was having a parade. Those people were forced to go sleep outside of the Capitol. Remember, and then they put one bathroom for those people there. One bathroom for 30,000. Do you remember what is the the situation concerning COVID with the percentages? Is it at least about, if all of them, their average age is around 35, it's about 1%, 1 to 4% get infected, right? Right, okay. So guess what happened? One bathroom, 30,000 soldiers, global pandemic. 100 of the soldiers, National Guard, are infected with COVID-19. 100. They slept in the cold fucking outside. No tents. No nothing, one bathroom, a port of fucking potty for 30,000 soldiers. 100 got infected with COVID-19. Some of them are from Delaware. Some of them are from New England. Others are from Boston. 
they have asked them to recall them back. This is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Remember, they have no clips, so even if they could have, even if something did happen on the 20th, they couldn't fight back. It was in a closet place 55 feet away from any location to get those armaments for 30,000 people, 30,000 soldiers. You gotta be kidding me. This is what happens now? It was just for show and for all that. A hundred of them got infected with COVID-19 because that place was completely unsanitary. Do you know that all those people there are about 85 years old? Oh, and here and here is what's going to make everybody's day. Biden put out an executive order that says anybody that enters a federal building must wear a mask. Okay. Everybody. President Biden is everybody, and he's in a federal building, and he didn't wear a mask. Same thing with all the others there didn't wear a mask. So they broke their own executive order at the point where we have a pandemic and a hundred people got infected with COVID in the cold, perfect place to get infected with this virus. We now also know because of this that this virus is a shit-eating virus. This can only pass through via the feces. One of the ways it can be passed through is through the feces because the majority of them were outside and some of them that did catch were outside. One porter party for 30,000 soldiers. And guess what? 100 of them got the COVID-19 virus and it's spreading throughout Washington, D.C., in that militarized zone. You have a vaccine that's causing Bell's palsy, shakes, and a man who's trying to convince African Americans to take the vaccine Die 17 days later. Really? You have 30,000 soldiers to protect one man and his family and others there. You force them to sleep in the place of the Capitol. They only have one bathroom, a fucking porter potty. This shit is up to the brim. They start complaining. They told them to go outside. They put another porter party for these people. They're sleeping outside in the cold. 100 of those soldiers 
just got COVID-19. Because I don't know what to tell y'all. I really don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked up. Can't be fighting for somebody that gonna treat you like this. We said the soldiers are our greatest assets. We are the kings of the great kingdoms. And all the rest of this. Columbia sounding trumpets. And you give them one bathroom in the middle of a pandemic that studies are saying that it's a shit-eating virus and 100 of them got COVID and the military said once you have COVID, you can't go back into the military again and it's spreading through there and they haven't sent these people home and they're still outside in the streets, cold, windy, Really? Seriously? Are you for real? Are you kidding me? If you are not serious about how you are going to survive in a world that don't even really give a damn of the people trying to protect them. In the middle of a pandemic, then one wonders how in the world are you going to get through all this? If this is how y'all going to be treated, if the soldiers are being treated like this, God knows what they're going to do to the rest of y'all. But, folks, I want to talk about the specials before we end this bonus. And I want to go through what we are going to pretty much discuss on the first three weeks of these upcoming specials, the religion and religion, the rational male religion and ma- religion and positive masculinity. The truth of the world will be on the 28th. It will be only 30 minutes long, and it will just go through the overviews of what I believe is going to happen, why this, why we having this goddess religion, and all the rest of these things. Then, on the September 27, 2021, bad religion, bad relationships, bad politics, corrupt nation. We're going to talk about Kevin Samuels towards the end of this particular aspect, but it's also important, too. And, and we're going to talk about how religion affects our relationships. And then the one of the biggest episodes I have ever done. It is part three, the weapon that is the cover of the great lie. And it's going to be about pornography. And it's deep and it's unforgiving. The, the one hour thing concerning teachable moment dirty. That is going to be huge. It's going to change your mind about a lot of stuff. So, get ready for it. You're going to have 
teachable moment. You're going to have the main episode, two teachable moments on each one, and possibly a bonus concerning certain conclusions that I have found. You were especially going to hear it on epi- on part three, dealing with porn, my conclusions with it. Please listen to all of them. They're so important. So, folks, the 28th, I start recording this thing on Monday. High quality, everything you need to know. Get ready. It's ready for all of you. Thank you for listening to this bonus. This is Novin Hollerback. We'll be back in only just a couple of days next week, actually, with an all-new episode of Beyond This Earth. The specials have begun. Take care of yourselves. We will see you guys on the 28th. That's next week for the first episode of the specials when Rational Male Religion and Positive Masculinity will be back then. Take care of yourselves. See you guys on the 28th.